Are you ready? Yeah, let's do this. This is Charles and Martin coming in live, recorded, from Petrogradsky Island in St. Petersburg, Russia. Yes. Uh, in Russian, that's Petrogradsky Ostrov, and that's where I live. Charles is way down uh, southern from me, but he made the trip all the way here so that we can share what we've gone through in these first two weeks in Russia with all of you. So you feel pretty pretentious just thrown in the Russian, don't you? I, I do. I very much do. Oh, goodness. All right. So we've been here, what, two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. All right. How would you say it's going so far for you? I think it's going really well. I The first few days are very strange to go into a different culture and a different country like this that is very much removed from everything we've lived in. You're speaking to the master here. I'm the one that had the entire emotional break. That is for 48 hours. I did not have that. <laughs> but yeah. it is weird. But it... it it, there's something very endearing about the Russian way of doing things. And I think the more I've gotten used to that, the more I've found myself enjoying it. That's good. How about host? How's the host going? The host is amazing. My host is Alexei Alexandrovich. But within the first 10 minutes of me being here, he told me to drop his achestva, which is very means that in Russian, you are very close to someone. So he has been very welcoming. And that, I think that's reflected the rest of the way he's treated me. Mm-hmm. You have returned to your host. The prodigal son has returned. The, the prodigal yes. son has returned. Um, first minute of being in the cab with her, because we take a cab from our hotel up to or down to where she lives. She was going in Russian. It's like, oh, my God, you can speak Russian now. We can have conversations. This is great. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I sucked. <laughs> Thanks. So the whole car ride, besides a slight argument with the uh, taxi driver, uh, <laughs> we're going to skip over that. Yeah. Um, but she was just telling me about how great it's been that I've come back and how I know everything. And, like, we get to the house. She's like, oh, you already know this, but I'm going to tell you anyway just so you know. And I'm like, yes, because I remember the last time you told me all this. I was in the midst of breaking down, panic that I wasn't going to remember any of this. And the next thing you know, I'm going to be thrown out because I've done and screwed up. So, so far, it's been a pretty good time. <clears throat> and she's been telling everybody, like Max, uh, who is the resident director from the United States. He's a great guy. Oh, great guy. From Boston. You know, go Pats. <laughs> oh, Shameless gosh. plug. Hey, it's my podcast. Is it your podcast? <laughs> you don't follow football. It's my podcast. That is, that is true. If you want to say whoever your sports team is, feel free. Go see chickens. Or um, maybe the Ravens. Haven't decided yet. See chickens. You know the Super Bowl's over, right? Yes. I am am well aware. (laughs) All right. Well... So, yeah, she's been telling everybody. She told Maria, who's the assistant resident director, she's our native Russian, who essentially helps Max with the Russian part of all of this, because Max speaks it very well. But uh, Russian bureaucracy is unique and requires a native to sort of help travel through the whole process. So she's here. She helps set up our hosts. So, like, she asked me over the uh, fall semester if I'd like to come back and have the same host. And I said yes, so long as she didn't hate me. Surprisingly, she didn't. <laughs> she didn't. She said yes. I even was joking about it with her son, Igor, earlier uh, last night, actually. It's like, yeah, I swear when I first got here, I swear she hated me and I didn't think she'd want me back. He's like, why? It's like... Because I didn't speak Russian. <laughs> <laughs> but now you do. And now, now I she, do. Maybe that's why she wants you back. Yeah. She, she figured that you'll speak Russian Obviously, now. yeah. So, so far it's been a pretty good time. Uh, I remember the whole route from the apartment pretty well. 
nothing new about it. She always asks me, why don't I want you to take the tram? And I'm like, because I like walking. It's like, it's cold out. It's like, it's not that cold out. But she's like, you're going to get the cold. And I'm like, you don't get a choice in this. That is. I resist. I resist hardly. Every day I walk out in my sneakers, she's like, why not your boots? And I'm like, my shoes are warm. It's like, we'll see. We'll see. You know? See, but that becomes a problem. St. Petersburg has two, two, three modes, I'd say, in the winter. One is just cold, dry, dry and it's fine to wear sneakers in. One snow is the ground, snow, yeah. which is dry snow. Very nice, beautiful. The Russians love it, actually. I was saying one time that, oh, wow, it's going to look like it's going to snow a lot tomorrow. And they got excited. But... The problem is the day after those beautiful days, it goes into the third mode, which is pure slush. And Charles discovered the unfortunate conclusion of wearing your sneakers into slush when we went to the Peter Paul Fortress. So it was last Sunday, and uh, the day started out fine. We went to Mass. We'll get to that in a moment. That's a, that's oh, a unique yes. experience. Mass needs its own five minutes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get to that one soon enough, but... We were walking from his apartment because he lives on Petrogradsky Island, which is on the same island adjacent to the fortress. The fortress is on its own island, but there's a really cool bridge and gate and all that. Mm-hmm. And we're walking along through parks, and like Notre Dame's campus, all the walkways appear to be below the waterline. So when it melts, they all drain out into the walkways. Well, ice plus water equals very slick mess. Plus and tennis shoes. <laughs> plus tennis <laughs> shoes equal me hopping around trying not to get my feet soaked while Martin's just walking through. It's like, you're an idiot. I'm like, yes. If you're I imagining realize. a demented game of hopscotch, you have pretty close to the inaccurate uh, idea of what's going on there. Look, the soldiers didn't laugh at me. It's fine. The soldiers don't laugh at anything. They don't even smile at anything. I don't know. When I was leaving the campus the other day, one of the security guards was laughing at me because I tried swiping out of the university with my Metro card and not oh, my, my student card. And I'm standing there for like two minutes hitting the thing, like rubbing it around, trying right. to get it to go. And I look, and I'm like, oh, this is my Metro card. And I put it back in and I pull the Propusk out, which is the student, student magnetic card, card yeah because yeah. you have two things at russian university you have your student ticket which is like the ndid and then you have the actual card that has the magnetic like strip on it that allows you to tap in and out through the campus yes so i pulled down i put it on as i'm walking through the security guard is just looking at me with a smile on his face laughing and i'm like yeah yeah idiot yes uh, and we just laugh and then the next day the same thing happened same security guard, but this time I tapped on the wrong one and walked through my friend's uh, uh, like turnstile gate. Because what happens is you're it's supposed confusing. to tap on the left and go through the one on the right. So I tapped the right and walked through on the left, but she also tapped the left. So I walked through and then she was just like, Charles, you just walked through mine. I'm like, oh, did I? <laughs> Same guard. I look back. He's just <laughs> shaking his head at me and I'm like... Jeez, usually don't remember a face, but when an idiot like this Bad. goes through twice in, a, in two days, it's like, oh, well. In your defense, on the Metro, you tap on the right and go through on the left. So yes. So, when you ride the Metro more often than you go into the university. You're it happens, yeah. Yeah. It just, it was but still. He will never forget you, I'm sure. Oh, God, I hope he does. <laughs> I, I hope he does. So, yeah, we got to the fortress. It was a good time. That was cool. it's, really, it's a great fortress. It's where the, the city started. Yeah. Right? And it has a beautiful, beautiful church. 
In the Western style, in which is nice. Western style where we win. the Romanovs are buried. Yeah. Except for like two of them. Except for two. Ivan the sixth, okay. who was pretty much kept in prison his entire life by Elizabeth. And then Catherine the Great. And then I forget the second one. I thought Catherine the Great was there. No, Catherine the Great is there, but oh, she kept Ivan the sixth in prison as right. well. So, because what happened was Ivan the sixth, small history lecture, was heir to the throne when Elizabeth came, and Elizabeth didn't want that, so she kept him in prison. He died in prison during a riot, sort of. It was a coup, in a way. Anyway, so he's not there, but otherwise, even the, Ro- uh, the last of the Romanovs, Nikolai II and his family's there, they have their own private chapel. Yes, I think it's the St. Catherine's Chapel? Yes, I think so, yes. Catherine's Side Chapel. It's, it's very it's, cool. it's very pretty. We'll, we'll see if we can upload some photos and show. It's a it's a beautiful, beautiful church. Otherwise, just look at my Instagram, C underscore yes. seed or one. Uh, there's a picture of me and my beautiful girlfriend Elizabeth there on it. There are lots of plugs going out right now. Okay. Hey, hey you want to throw anything in there? It's 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 about time we get a first break in. So my I Reddit account? No, I'm just kidding. All right, we'll take, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. We are back after a nice couple cups of tea, which is a very beloved Russian pastime. And with improved versions of Snickers. Oh, yes. A little little too tempting, I have to be honest. (laughs) They are so good. I have gone through so many of them. Because you can eat them here. There's no corn products. It's amazing. Let's say that's probably one of the things I love a lot about being so far from the West and, like, corn is the fact that, like, I had a half liter of Sprite the other day. Total? 50 calories. You could not get that in the States. No, it's 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 like, holy cow. The, the ratio there, it's like 10 calories for every, what is that? I don't know. A lot. <laughs> not, well, not we're that. not math majors. Yeah, we're not math majors, <laughs> obviously, by our inability to do that simple uh, equation there. But anyway, it's like, yeah, it's really nice. I think my splurge over the summer was almost every other day I was having a Fanta and a Kit Kat. And I was yeah. still losing weight. <laughs> it's it's incredible. And the food is great. So oh, yeah. let's talk about food. What's your favorite food and what's the Okay. What what's your favorite food and when have you had it? Okay. Well, there's two for me. Okay. I think and I know then, what one of them is. I'm pretty sure everybody on this podcast <laughs> probably knows because it's Hachapuri yeah. and Borsh. Yeah. Hachapuri is a Georgian uh, cuisine. It's like a bread bowl with cheese and butter and a cracked egg on top, and you swirl it all together, and it's gooey, and it's cheesy. It's really good. It is so good. We had that our first night? First First night night here in Russia. There's a restaurant called Suliko right by the Obshajitia, which is the apartment, and... It, we had it the first night, and it was very, very good. Yeah, it, it's funny to say that was my last meal in Russia the first time, and my first meal in Russia the second this, time. So yeah. it's a very nice sort of like close, like closing of a small break away from Russia for me. But yeah, I got it. Martin and I split it, and yeah, it, it's it's, so it's bad because if you eat one by yourself, you're gonna put yourself in a food coma. But don't worry, you're not gonna get a heart attack because surprisingly, the ingredients are slightly. Slightly. Ever so slightly healthier <laughs> than if you were to get the equivalent made in the United States. Yes. So that's really nice. And then my other favorite is borscht because borscht. it's just, it's a very the warm, classic. it's very classic, it's filling, but you don't feel heavy. And I think the best place I've ever had it was Kratira Chatiri in Moscow, which is apartment 44 for our friends who don't speak Russian. Most of them. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against you. We no, love you all. We, we love you so much. But <laughs> so, it's hard to think in English sometimes now. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Words don't make sense sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My sentences don't make sense in English sometimes. Yeah. 
But anyway, we, we apologize in, in advance. Sorry. No, it's okay. Back to it's back right. to we're in Moscow in this apartment. <clears throat> Friday night, we had borscht, vodka, some uh, bread, uh, rye bread that went with it. Really good. And then live balalaika music. At one point, I put a small clip on my Instagram. I don't know if everybody saw it, but yes, that way <laughs> was going on. the Instagram. It's not actually plugging. I'm just pointing out to where it is if anybody wants to try to find it. Mm-hmm. But Which is on your Instagram. Yes. So that sounds like a plug. Hey, I do have on our list selfless plugs galore. Let's be honest. That, oh, yeah. Yeah. He yeah. actually wrote that, guys. Yeah, like, I did. That's not a joke. So, yeah, those are my two favorite. What about you? Okay, so I've only had borscht once. I had it at uh, Cafe Zinger, which is in the Zing- old Singer factory. Singer is in sewing machines that okay. it was in uh, Petersburg. It is now Dom Knigi, which is our favorite bookshop ever. Yeah. But and it was it was good. I'm it was uh, I'm trying to think of what my favorite so far has been. I'm very much enjoying a lot of the home cooked stuff I'm getting at yeah. home. So a lot of like the oh what is it called? Uh, is it buckwheat? Is that oh yeah it's buckwheat. buckwheat. It's like grecia. Grecia, yeah, yeah. grecia. I was like buckwheat, I was yeah. trying to think of the English. Yeah, the the buckwheat and uh, pork and yeah, that's always a good one. Oh yeah, it's it's great for me. It's like pork and rice, or it's, it's pork and much, rice. It's a meat with some sort of grain is usually the go to. Mm-hmm. Even in the soup, you always have that sort of meat grain, and then like any other thing thrown in. Yeah. So for me, Definitely. my meals the last two nights and probably tonight still is been a green soup. She tried. She told me the name once. I forgot it, but it's like meat, buckwheat, <laughs> beans, potatoes. It's all in there, very hearty, yeah, very filling, but it, it doesn't feel heavy. That's that's probably the best part. Is like you can eat a lot, but like an hour later you'll be you'll be fine. Yeah, unlike if you eat a really heavy meal, say at Thanksgiving, you're dead for about yeah. forty eight hours. So it's but. just, <laughs> I mean, I enjoy it, but it's, yeah. just, it's nice to have that little change of pace. I will say my favorite food so far has been blini. Is it blini are a Russian classic as well? It, they're somewhat like crepes. I yeah, say. I would say but, crepes, but savory. Well, they have sweet ones too. Yeah, they have sweet ones. It's the savory ones. Yeah, are it's, it's crepes. The I mean, ones are better. It's not surprising. The connection between Russia and France yeah. is pretty strong. They got the word exactly. bistro from the Russians. From the Russians who were the Russian soldiers who were in Paris and were so frustrated that the French wouldn't serve them coffee quickly enough, so they kept saying "bistro, bistro," which is faster, faster, fast, fast. So, so that's where bistro came from, but also at least from the Russian perspective, part of the blini. The, the French will probably disagree, but <laughs> they might have their own story. But we, we don't okay. we don't tell their story on this. We're story. not in France; we're in Russia. It's exactly. Okay. So, all right, shall we get to the uh, the church? Oh yes, so church. As you know, Charles and I are both practicing Catholics. Try and to be. Try to. Hey. <laughs> it's not always easy sometimes, yes. but we have a beautiful church here. Oh yeah. The first one in Russia. Is it St. Catherine of Alexandria? It's just St. Catherine. St. Catherine? It's just St. Catherine of Alexandria. Maybe. But it's definitely St. Catherine. Yes. It is on Nevskom Prospekt. Yep. It's a minor basilica. It is gorgeous. Yes. However, we have a few hitches in being fully happy... I don't know how to describe this. There are a few peculiarities with the English mass in yes, Russia. Which is what we go to so far. Yeah. We'll probably go to the Russian later, but we just wanted to get there. I'm in favor of the Russian one because it's later. And me being so far away, <laughs> I have to get up at 730 on a Sunday. 
which I don't mind because it's not like we're out late on Saturday. But yes. if we ever were, it would be yeah, hell to get up the next Sunday morning. Hard, yeah. So uh, the English one's nice and early, and we get there. The first time we get there, it's like, oh wow, they have books. It's decently well attended. Everybody shows up late, as good Catholics yes, do. Of you course, know, we are the latest denomination, but we embrace that with pride. We do very proud. So. Uh, the first thing I want to get to is the choir. They the they choir, try so hard, but they, they kind of overdo it a little bit. They, yes, that's a good way to put it. A lot of them are from the Philippines or Africa, and they have accents that are perfectly fine, yeah. but they make a lot of understanding the lyrics sometimes hard when you have two different people singing into microphones with very different accents and you're trying to pick out yeah for, for me it's sort of the volume oh the volume but I, I yes. think i think that's really what it comes down to i really think it's the volume that gets to it because when everybody is like enthusiastically saying what you love yes but we, they we also have a microphone that. yeah but like, they have the microphone the, in front the church of them. has great acoustics they don't necessarily need the microphone because there's a lot of them but they put it in there because i guess maybe at one point the choir was rather small and they needed to make up for it so it made sense but now when you have, have such a up for it yeah now. <laughs> now that you have such a large choir you should really remove the microphone because when you have the amplify it's very echoing there which is beautiful if you have like one or two people just singing like beautifully it just resonates wonderfully but when you have like a lot of people singing at like different octaves at different volume it just sort of clashes a little bit and even the priest sort of said like maybe we should start practicing a little more the priest straight up called them out and said after last mass he said as you can see the choir needs a little more practice so we're gonna start weekly (laughs) practicing in in the the basement in one of the rooms and stuff it's like (laughs) We found that a little funny because, like, in the United States, nobody would ever quite at, like, a whole group of people like that. But it sort of gets down to in Russia, you, you're, you're much more direct. It's not you meant to be rude direct, yes. at all. Like, it can be a, perceived as rude if you're not expecting it. But, like, it's sort of just the way of life. You want to get to the point. You don't want to waste time dilly-dallying over, like, oh, you're really good, but... Right? Because then it just appears to be sort of a fake. fake sincerity, which they don't really buy as much. So he was just getting to the point. Like, he was sounding very nice and trying to just be polite about it. But he's also getting to the point where, like, practice is kind of needed. Because right now, they're all enthusiastic. They all want to sing. But, like, it's sort of just the volume plus microphone is all over the place. They need to sing as a group, not individuals, yeah. I think, was what his point was. Yeah, I think so that's good. that takes us to the probably harder to deal with issue in this mass it's it's the pews i'm gonna get to it oh my gosh in the states when you think of pews you think of a nice little cushiony thing that you pull down no in russia it's like it's part of the seat it's a wooden pew and the worst part about it would be terrible which we understand and we as good catholics would like to do our penance yes it it looks nice but the angle (laughs) is like so if 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 flat is zero right if a perpendicular angle on a pew is like consider that zero it's about 45 degrees downward right and you have to kneel on that for however long you need to depending on the part of the mass and for somebody of a short stature like i i slide off i also slide off but there's a i can brace myself off the back of the pew yes i can barely do that so like the very like tips of my knees are on the very corner of the pew as i'm kneeling there and i'm like i'm telling this tomorrow it's like we really must be in russia because i know they love their penance and here we are kneeling on these wooden angled down uh pews and it just hurts like I know I'm a sinner, but, like, this is a little over the top, even We're for definitely most. shaving years off purgatory here. For yeah, us. I was going to say, like, there, there is some good penance. You really think about yourself when you're sort of kneeling there. And, like, not a sharp pain, but it's a very, like, long pain. Long pain, pressing directly on your bones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So I, it's just funny, like, it's just, at some point, you just laugh about it because there's just nothing else you can do except laugh at the entire thing. It's like, oh, my God, these actually exist. I didn't think they did. But other than that, the church is very beautiful. Yeah. It's been recently uh, renovated since it fell into disuse and disrepair during the Soviet Union. It was a backup storage facility for the Museum of Atheism and Religion, which was based in Kazansky Sobor. Uh, which is a better fate than the Lutheran Church on Nevsky Prospect, which true. became a swimming pool during Soviet times. And I'm then just keep my opinions about Lutherans to myself. <laughs> you better. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's a joke. No, it's kind of it's sad. A lot of churches became pools or museums mm-hmm. for atheism. So overall, yeah. But it's funny as the uh, <clears throat> the crucifix was taken by this old Russian uh, Catholic, or young Russian Catholic, actually. And when the Soviet Union fell and the Catholic Church was allowed back, she returned it to the church that she kept hidden for decades. And it was just a very interesting story that one Catholic took the crucifix from the original church, took it away, and then brought it back when they were renovating it. And they left part of the church like in its disrepaired state to sort of remind mm-hmm. everybody what it used to look like. And it just works very well with the, sort of the new versus the old. It's just very well done, very bright and spacious. It's very nice. Yes, I, I would agree with that. It's very well done. So I think this kind of ties into sort of mistakes because uh, mistakes. one mistake made was the fuse. Yes. And uh, so far we've been here two weeks, and I think it's time we do a – Sort of a self-reflection. Oh, boy. <laughs> about what has or has not gone well. And I want to start off that this has already gone better for me. Yes. I don't know about you, but for well, me from the summer. <laughs> the first time I've been here, so I can't compare it to anybody. I can. And uh, as most people know, my first time here led to breakdown within the first 48 hours. Uh, I joke about it now. Like, at the time, it wasn't funny. I was miserable and no. didn't think I'd make the summer. But now it's like, oh, you laugh at yourself because it's just so ridiculous. So, for me, there's that. Uh, I'm proud to say that I did not get stuck in a bar for two hours intoxicated this time within the first weekend. We it could still happen. We celebrate growth. Yes. And we learn from our mistakes. <laughs> I hope right, it doesn't Charles? happen. But, like, it's just proud to say it's like, hey, it hasn't happened in the first two weeks. This is going real we're well. Doing well. Doesn't mean we're not, you know, having our nice wine. Like last night, a friend had a birthday. We went out, had three bottles of wine. Pretty Between good wine. the group, not each, I would like to point out. <laughs> yes, no, no that, would, that would be impressive if each person had three. But no, there's no. about six or seven of us sharing three mm-hmm. bottles. A pretty good wine, actually. It was it was good. Uh, there, uh, One of the things that was new to me coming to Russia is Georgian wine. I've never seen it yet. before. It's very good. Yeah. Georgian reds are good yeah it's surprising like you usually you don't hear about it, but you try it's like oh, this is very like a very smooth very smooth subtle yeah taste it's not overly sweet no. if that if anyone is interested in trying it out it is not overly sweet and it's not overly dry yeah so no, it's, 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 it's a nice balance in the middle i'd yeah. say do you have any mistakes that you've made oh boy um we went to a karaoke club and i walked past the bouncer asking me for my id <laughs> Because, well, first I thought it was a joke because I, I, he said it like just like, like we've all been warned that like the police would be like, oh, documentary. But he was like, documentary. And I was like, ah, ha, ha. And then I walked past and then he's like, young man, <laughs> get over here. And I was like, oh, OK. And then so I turned to like get out of the way of the people going past so that I could show him. And I guess he thought I was still going away from him because he grabbed my coat. I was like, no, I'm trying to. And then when he saw I was getting my passport out, he was like, oh, OK. And then he looked at it. He's like, you're fine. 
But it's funny that you got that carded. Was, <laughs> I got carded. No one else in the group got carded. We all walked in like a group of four or five, and he let, he let all of us go through. He like looked us all up and down, and then he gets to Martin, like the last person in the group, and he gets stopped. Yeah. And it's just funny. Part we, of the reason I thought it was a joke is because I was the only one that he said that to. Yes, nobody but. else was carded. Like nobody, like a lot of people were coming in and out. Nobody looked like they were getting carded. But it does happen occasionally. I mean, yeah, we I went we went to Teddy Mock. And I got carded for mead, <laughs> which is hilarious to me. It, it kind of is, is funny because I wasn't expecting it. Like, I've been carded once, and that was when I was entering a club. Otherwise, I've never been carded, but I get carded by a non-club ever. Yes, for those who don't know, Tiedemuk is like Russian fast food. Yeah, it's, so it's very nice. It's, 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 it's nice, it's good, it's not fast. actually fast. It's, it's not their fault. It's the people ordering. They have a really large menu with pretty much every staple of Russian cuisine. Yes. And because... Fast- That's where I got my bleeding that I really loved. Yeah. And not everybody's accustomed to sort of knowing what you want when you go in. So some people just stand there. They're really large groups that they don't break up. So it can take a little while. But like if you know what you want, you get it rather quickly. Because yeah. they move quickly in the kitchen. Like you can see it happening. They move efficiently and it's nice. Very cool. Once you order, it's fast. But... And it's not that it's the line is very long either. It's yeah, just it's, people just take forever. It's not like in America where you walk in, I want a number three combo with a yeah. drink. They don't number it. Da, 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 da. it. You you know, they read through all the menu, then they look at their kids and they ask, oh, well, what do you guys think you want this time? We, yeah. You know, so. it's it's different. But it's a very good restaurant. But right. Charles got carded at basically the Russian version of Burger King. <laughs> Hey, at least they serve alcohol, all right? <laughs> that is true. That is true. Every they, restaurant we, in Russia serves went to alcohol. A Carl's Jr. that had beer on tap. Yeah. So that's Burger King, new. Pizza Hut, they all have beer on tap. That's It's pretty impressive. It is very impressive. It's actually quite nice. I mean, yeah, so I don't know what the laws are around liquor licenses in Russia. They're a lot more generous for the most part. The only thing I really know is you can't buy it after 10 p.m. and before like 8 mm-hmm. or 9 a.m. every day. Right. Or depending on the holiday, like sometimes they'll make a special like uh, special rule about it because if it's like a big holiday, they don't want people getting too drunk or right. smashed. Other than that, there's no public drinking or intoxication. Yeah. Which is how I got stuck in the bar the first time. Right. Because I don't want to go out You sick. don't want to go out. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, what, el- what other mistakes? I am sitting here. It's like so far, it's just been improvements. Like we go into a whole three hours About of like, all my mistakes from the first time, <laughs> and they'd be funny. But I don't know if everyone's here that. No. If you do, going... please send an email to mdhealy h e l i dot r u at gmail dot com. We love to hear feedback. I and... get to field the questions about Charles. I would like to point out that yes. is amazing. So if you have any recommendations, please send them in to that email. We will post it in the description. Also, if you have questions or things you want us to discuss, send that to that email. Yeah. So, once again, that's mdhealy, H-E-L-I dot R-U at gmail.com. Yes, Martin did get a new email for Russia. Yes, yes I did. it's a little extra with the dot R-U, but I guess he really wanted to separate I all his emails. He really did want to separate all the emails, <laughs> but also, it's Haley. We're doing a podcast together, and you still don't know how to separate. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
course you should be concerned I'm doing this on purpose. <laughs> I don't think you are because you had a moment where your face went, oh crap. Look, I messed up once and then decided to, instead of correcting it, I just steered into the skit, all right? Yes, okay. That, so well, that's for, how life is. Yeah, exactly. So at this point, you should just accept you're now Martin Healy on the podcast. I'm Martin David Healy, actually. But apparently a lot of them understand that you just say Haley for that. Yeah. I don't know why, because pronunciation-wise, that's Healy. It's okay. They, I, according they, to the Russian government, I'm Charles Cedar. Cedar. Charles Cedar. So there's no Cedar, it's just Cedar. So it's just kind of accepted. It's just when they see it spelled, it's sort of how they transliterate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of nice getting a visa because now you know how to spell your name in Russian. Before, Which is after I ordered my business cards that have my name spelled which I now know to be incorrectly in Russian. <laughs> I had them spelled Martin Healy. That is a mistake for and you. And now it's Martin Healy. So that's a life. That's okay. So I was actually, I had something on my mind and then you made me forget it. Oh, Thanks a I, lot. I apologize deeply and profusely for your disorganized thinking. Oh, look. It's oh, hey, you know what fault. it was? I say, if you want to feel better, you can start calling me Chuck or Chuckles. Chuck. We, we have some people who started to do that. Or Charlie. If you really want, I'll respond. Like, I don't really care. But, you know, hey, next time we'll do Chuck and Healy on the morning show. Mm, I don't like that. We're going to take that. We're going to edit this out, probably. Send an email if you like it. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. We're going to get this thing to explode, all right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, so I think that's going to bring us to our last point. I think it's time to talk about sort of plans for the future, what we sort of have going on in the next couple weeks. Oh, we kind of missed the most important thing, Charles. Classes. Classes? (laughs) Well, you know what? It's a Saturday. Why am I thinking about school at this point? We have time. So (laughs) we have five classes. Wow, we can actually math on this thing. We can can math. (laughs) Just a little. But so we have different schedules because we're in different groups. But we all have the same classes. We just have different teachers for some of them. So we have grammar, phonetics, what else do we Political process. <laughs> Political processes. Conversation practice. Conversation practice. And word formation. Slovo obrazovania. Yes. In Russian. R- rough translation word that, formation. That, I pronounced that wrong. So. And we all do. It's okay. Yes. Isn't there one more? Wait. No. Grammar. Phonetics. Okay. I swear we can math. <laughs> Political. Conversation. Yeah, you're right. Yes, I am right. There are other. Okay, I'm Charles Cedar. One time, (laughs) Charles Cedar. I'm always right. Don't we know? All right, everybody who's listening probably knows that I have the smallest ego in the world, and I'm just naturally the most correct being. (laughs) I'm gonna withhold comment because this is a family friendly podcast. It's not exactly family friendly. I'm gonna say it's it's, college friendly with family listening in. There we go. (laughs) Um, All our teachers are great. Back on main uh, programming here. All our teachers are great. I They're think my all... favorite. One of them is getting married today. Yes, which we found she out literally on just Friday. Didn't didn't even tell my class. Told Charles's class what she like said it for like five seconds and then moved on. No, it was a good like two three minutes. Oh, okay, because we were talking about like plans for the weekend. Oh, but she just said I have a wedding. Yeah, tomorrow. just she she dead she dan- deadpanned it like just straight up just said oh yeah wedding tomorrow we get married. I'm like. We're like, what? Because in Russia, professors aren't exactly as friendly and personal. So it's like even surprising she shared She's it with us. She's very friendly and personable. And it was still surprising. Like, yeah. that, to understand the Gulf, what we talk about a lot in orientation when we were coming to Russia is that in the States, learning with professors is a dialogue. You obviously have respect for them, but it's you can question them. You can ask them stuff. You can ask them, hey, how are you doing? How was your weekend? I've asked lots of professors that in the States. Here, you would not do that. that you wait would, for the invitation, usually. Yes. Even 
even if you have known them, yeah. like you've known her yeah. now. She's much more friendly with me than some of the other ones, but she's sort of the exception. But she, even like coming from her, that was surprising to yeah, hear. Yeah, that's very true. her talk about... It, it comes out that. to the whole Russia is very structured. So even in the States, you know, college students have very low status in the world. And in Russia, it's even worse because professors don't make a lot. So for them, position is everything. And they hold a lot of respect in Russia. They may not make a lot, but they make up for it with respect. And in that way, students never really get close. To and they deserve that close. respect. They it's do. Not, they do, a, they yeah, do an they, amazing job. They have they are God, incredible some, teachers. Some people teach four to five classes every day, not like a semester, like every day. Yes. The more classes they teach, that's how they make a living. They have to teach more. It's not in the States where, like, some professors have two classes a semester and those alternate, like, right. Tuesday, Thursdays and have, like, three days off. Not that we don't love you professors in the <laughs> States, but the, this is a different sort of... It's a different of sort of organization, yeah. yes. So, that was surprising. Uh, my personal favorite goes by the name of Boris Sergeyevich, which has his patronymic. Uh, he has the greatest mustache in the world. It is quite impressive. Yes. He teaches political process. He says he does not mess with grammar. He does not do that. No. Sole, sole uh, guy in the entire, uh, I guess, faculty. Cafedra. Yeah, faculty. So, he's the, as Max said, he's the lone gunman. The lone gunman. <laughs> lone cowboy. Yeah. Out there right. But he has a great stash, and his humor is hilarious, because he deadpans. And it's the funniest thing. Martin, Martin received terrifying. a little bit of this, because it's his sense of humor. So, he likes doing his job. He likes the students. But he has to have some fun himself when he's teaching about political process in Russia. And sometimes that will him, it'll take the form of him asking questions in the most serious way that you're just not ready for. And Martin received a very interesting example, if you'd care to share. Yeah, so the way that we have our political processes, or just history, really, you can think of it as that. It's the history of political processes in Russia. Which counts for a political science which course. Which political science course. <sighs> but the way that we do it is you go home and you read the text that he has written. And there's, like, a word bank on the side with, like, translations. But they're not translations into English. They're, like, Russian definitions yeah. Yeah, in Russian. And a lot of those are also very hard to understand translations. So you go to class and you're like, okay, well, he's he wrote it. He's a teacher. He's going to explain it. He sits down and he reads through it very rapid fire. So he goes through the paragraph and then he says, Martin, пожалуйста. And then... I had to read out the paragraph out loud, mispronouncing at least half of the words, I'm sure. His words. Everybody does. Everyone does. But then the thing is you're so concentrated on reading it that you don't really think about what you're reading. Imagine trying to read something and having to like solve math equations in your head. You're trying to figure out where the pronunciation is, where the stress is. And so when he asks me, oh... What's what is it about? I don't know. So the next class, he asked me about the the next reading, and I said, "Uh, I I'm confused about this word." He's like, "What? You didn't do the reading?" And deadpan looked me in the eye, which again, there's this huge like gulf of respect and position. I want to say it's respect. They do respect the students, but it's like no, no, no. It's that we owe them a lot of respect. Oh yeah, yeah. And they show respect. They, they, they respect us, but they show it less frequently. Because they don't have to. Because they don't have to. Because you know yeah. that what the position is. And I was like, oh, crap. He hates me. 
And what's funny is nobody has ever gotten that from him. Like we, there's another student here. Her name's Lena, and uh, she's also been here for a previous semester. And she actually has not done the reading a couple of times, and he's never asked her that. Never. So that Martin, although he I did thought the that reading, was just him being mad at me. Turns out he was just teasing me yeah, about he not being able to know what a certain sentence meant because yeah. I didn't know the word. He does that often. Like another one, a favorite is if you're struggling on the word, he has two choices. He will either immediately tell you what it is in a slower fashion so you can pronounce it. Or we sit there in silence for two minutes as you stutter through the word. And that's probably like the most torturous thing in the world. And he yeah. just he just does he's not a mean guy. It's just it's just he, funny. It's the humor. That he just is fun. He just decides whether or not he's gonna help you in immediately or let you try to sound it out. Because it's sort of like learning when it's appropriate to try to let us figure it out and do it ourselves or if it's just like it's a hard one that even other people might have issues with. But overall it's a fun class. He shows us video clips. Those are always my favorite Lots part. Video clips. I cannot wait till we get to the political party ads. Oh you're gonna love gonna them. Great. The Communist Party of Russia has one. It is to the Imperial March. Oh, great! And it has a scrolling, uh, a scrolling that be our text. Roll credit sound. <laughs> dun, our outro. Dun, dun. I know. So it's just it's really fun. So yeah, he's I definitely say he's like a very like a very popular favorite among a lot of students. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Nina Nikolaevna, very old, quiet lady, really nice. But she meanders. I don't have her. I have her for grammatics. And she doesn't tell you what you're learning about that day. She just starts doing it. So you sit there for the first 15 minutes feeling like an idiot because you're like, oh, my God, what is she talking about? Like, I know what she's talking about, but, like, what's the point she's getting at? And then you sort of have to start accepting that there is no overarching point. This is just how she teaches grammar, one sort of concept at a time. And if you're learning about one thing and then sidetrack into another structure of grammar, she'll sidetrack with it do that, and then come back. So it's a very sort of all over the place, but always going forward. And I really think that gets onto a very important thing we were told about Russia is you can try to resist this current uh, of mm-hmm. like how things work and you'll just tire yourself out and you'll never get anything yeah. from it. But you the, won't make progress against the current. You'll stay where you are yeah. and you will have only worn yourself out trying to do something the wrong way or what you think is the right way. Yeah. A lot of it comes down to understanding that these people have a different way of thinking about it and that when you think that it may not be an association or if this grammar lesson has gone to 15 different topics within 15 different minutes, yeah, yeah. you you have to distrust it and let them lead you somewhere that you would not have thought of going. Yeah, and that's probably to be like the biggest thing I learned from my last time here was when learning Russian, just go with the flow. Don't rationalize it in like an English equivalency because I know a lot of mm-hmm. friends who will try to like learn Russian while equating it with the equivalence in English and it's just, it's hard to understand and I'm like, from my experience, it's like don't even try to think of an English equivalent. Just learn it as if you're an infant learning it for the first time. Just accept the rule as what it is and try to apply it as best you can every day that you think you can use it. And it's essentially with this idea of going with the flow. Just go downstream and see where it takes you. And then you'll start to recognize things. Like for Slovo Obrazovanya, I'm definitely mispronouncing that. It's better than I. The word formation class. We were going through different uh, ways to modify verbs and look at verbs that are surrounding the Russian verb pomnit, which is to remember. And there's spomnit, zapomnit, uh, stuff like that. 
And one of them, we literally could not figure out. I don't think anyone, they, sh- they kept asking us, what's the English translation? I was like, I don't know. I Hell if I know this one. It's used totally differently in Russian, and I don't understand how there's a connection to it. And so she said, okay, well, focus on just using it in the context that you see in your workbook. And we did that. And then the next lesson, she's like, did you figure out what the English word was? And I said, yes, it's recollect. To bring back into thinking to, yeah, it was definitely something that I had to go with first. Yeah. Work it through in Russian and then come back and see what it meant. That's usually how it is for our class as well. Because she doesn't, they don't give you the English equivalencies. You just, you do examples. Mm -hmm. And then based off of what little uh, knowledge you know about prefixes in general, you try to put it together. And it's, it's a little hard at first because you're like, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to get it. I feel like I'm an idiot. And like, by the end of the time you're talking about the verb, it's like, oh, I can use this like pretty much anywhere. I understand it like 110%. And it's amazing if you're self-aware about it to see that transformation. Mm -hmm. And not once is English actually spoken. You're just learning it in Russian in the Russian way. Yes. And it just makes so much more sense if you try to do it in English. Because like, even I'll write English like equivalencies in my notebook uh, just, just to help myself remember, but they're really long definitions because it's not like a direct English equivalent. It's not like right. one word fits with that word. It's sort of like a feeling and definition. It's sort of an implication of usage. And it's a lot of how the Russian language works. And we could hold, spend a whole other podcast talking about it, which we might do in which the future. Might, yeah. But as we we're wrapping up here, I think we just want to take a brief moment to sort of let everybody know what our plans are for the future. And the big thing we have on the radar is going up to Murmansk. For the or, birthday boy. Charles yeah. has his birthday on February 23rd. Yes. And national holiday in Russia. Which is a national holiday in Russia. Defenders of the fatherland. The most Charles holiday possible. It's also the Russian men's day so yes. women will go to the men in their lives and give them gifts little flowers. gifts very li- little yeah. small think like a flower a little box of chocolate mm. something small to show the appreciation that the men in russia went through in the second world war second world war great patriotic war, great patriotic patriotic war. No and and beyond really yeah. because if you think about it especially during soviet times the men went through a lot in Russia and coming out of, you know, the Russo-Japanese War and the, the First World, World War, War and then the Second World War, yeah. the male population really suffered in Russia in numbers that we don't recovered. really, it still hasn't really recovered yet, in numbers that we really can't imagine in the States. And so this is this is a holiday that actually means a lot. It's we, we talk about it somewhat jokingly, but it really does mean a lot to the Russians because they understand the sacrifice that their men okay. made for their country. And just, there's just also wait, a women's day. Yeah, as I say, don't don't wait till those. That's like the biggest holiday around here in the spring that, is that International is Women's Day. They yes. are so proud that they're one of the first countries that introduced that and like you you'll you'll suffer as a man if you don't properly celebrate and it. That's, I, that's what I was gonna say is that's the other half of that is yeah. that they also recognize all the women that worked so hard because the male population was less. Yeah. That were pioneers that had this recognition for the strength and ability and aptitude of yeah. women to work in as Max Russian and society. a lot of the acknowledge the women are the backbone of the country they really are and they recognize that okay oh, yeah. 
So, so our plans are Murmansk. Yep. Way up north, see the northern lights, go ice fishing and drinking. <clears> Have <throat> be a good birthday celebration. Pretty yes. much as almost as far north as you can get without having to take a boat to an island to it's get any further. Extremely north. Please look it up on a map and then write to us why we shouldn't do it. But we're still going to do it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to do it anyway. It. But we'll at least read your concerning responses out loud. Absolutely. For everyone. Other than that, I think we're going to be wrapping up here with our mm-hmm. first podcast on SoundCloud. So... Uh, depending on how long we make our next uh, podcast, this could... We might run out of free space on SoundCloud. So, if that happens, we will let you know far in advance that we are creating another free... Either another free account on SoundCloud and, like, changing the URL to, like, two. Yeah. Or we'll move to a different service if we are not liking SoundCloud. And maybe if enough people write in and tell us how much they love it, maybe we'll consider... Putting some money in and some, getting a real account and setting this up to maybe be something a little more serious than just two roommates bantering for about 45 minutes. Yes. So I think that will be our end of that the day here. For the day. We have a museum to go to if we still have time. and I think we can make it and then come back and edit. Yeah. We'll have, we're stuff like that. We, we, got, we got a lot of stuff to do. Like, we're busy people, yes. obviously. We're just so important. Oh, yes. Obviously. obviously. VIPs. Truly. Top-notch people here. All right. We're top-notch. We you should be OV, privileged. Oviches. Oviches. Ocean Vajnia Chilovic. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. That was be, bad. be glad you know us. You can't oh. find anybody like this. And that'll be our outro. I'll be the outro. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> you still haven't stopped it. Why didn't it stop? Because oh, you have to hit the stop.